The Sex Ed with Tim podcast is recorded on the traditional territory of many nations, including the Mississaugas of the Credit, the Anishinaabeg, the Chippewa, the Haudenosaunee, and the Wendat peoples, and is now home to many diverse First Nations, Inuit, and Métis people. We acknowledge that Toronto is covered by Treaty 13, signed with the Mississaugas of the Credit, and the Williams Treaty, signed with multiple Mississaugas and Chippewa bands. You're listening to Sex Ed with Tim. <laughs> And welcome to another episode of the Sex Ed with Tim podcast. I'm your host, Tim, certified sex educator. I identify as a chaotic homosexual. And I am jealous of your heart because it's pumping in you instead of me. Um, <laughs> I don't like that pickup line too much. Another user submitted pickup line. Hmm, I. <laughs> we're going to workshop that. My audience is very creative uh for lack of better words so um well that's, that'll be another discussion but for now i am so excited ladies and gentlemen and those who have yet to decide i have <laughs> the one and only cindy gallup of make love not porn i am losing my mind just before i hit record cindy i am like i can't believe i'm actually talking to you and i i, I, I i'm speechless right now cindy <laughs> I, I, I don't know how I'm going to conduct this this interview, but <laughs> thank you so much for finding the time to speak to me. I, I'm thrilled to, honestly, Tim, I'm, as I said, the honor is all mine, so I'm thrilled oh, to be here. You're absolutely too sweet, but uh, I know who you are, obviously, because I am like fanboying like crazy, but for those of our audience that don't know what it is that you do, please let them know why I'm so excited to have you here. <laughs> sure. So, hello everybody, I'm, I'm Cindy Gallup and I'm the founder of Make Love Not Porn. We are pro-sex, pro-porn, pro-knowing the difference. And you'll be hearing a lot more about that, I'm sure, in the conversation that Tim and I are about to have. So, first of all, let's talk about what it is, exactly is Make Love Not Porn. So, do you know, first and foremost, Make Love Not Porn is a complete and total accident. Because... <laughs> Because I honestly, I, and by the way, Tim, everything in my life and career has always happened by accident. I've never consciously, intentionally planned to do anything. And the same is true of Make Love Not Porn. Sounds so like my sex when, life. <laughs> <laughs> that too. So, um, so, so where it came from is um, I date younger men. Um, they oh. tend to be men in their 20s. Ooh, I date older men. Oh, well, there you go. You know, every, everyone has their taste. And, and by the way, for our audience, I'll just explain that I am somebody who has never, ever wanted to be married. I've never wanted children. So happy I always knew that as opposed to finding out the hard way by having them. I adore being single. I am not a relationship person. I cannot wait to die alone. And I date younger men casually and recreationally for sex. And I'm deliberately very public about all of that because... We don't have enough role models in our society for women and for men that demonstrate you can live your life very differently to the way that people expect you to and still be amazingly happy. And I'm one of the happiest people I know. So, um, so basically, 14, 15 years ago, there I was dating younger men when I began realizing that I was encountering what happens when two things converge. And I stress the dual convergence because most people think it's only one thing. I realized I was experiencing what happens when today's total freedom of access to hardcore porn online meets our society's equally total reluctance to talk openly and honestly about sex. When those two things converge, porn becomes sex education by default in not a good way. So... I found myself encountering a number of sexual behavioral memes in bed. I went, whoa, I know where that behavior is coming from. I thought, gosh, if I'm experiencing this, other people must be as well. I didn't know that because 14, 15 years ago, nobody was talking about this. No one's writing about it. This was me as a naturally action-oriented person going, 
I'm going to do something about this. So 13 years ago, I put up on No Money a tiny clunky website at makelovenotporn.com that in its original version was just copy. The construct was porn world versus real world. Here's what happens in the porn world. Here's what really happens in the real world. I launched it at the TED conference in 2009. I became the only TED speaker to say the words, come on my face on the TED stage six times in succession. (laughs) The talk went viral as a result. And it drove this extraordinary global response to my tiny website that I had never anticipated. Thousands of people wrote to me from every single country in the world young and old, male and female, straight and gay, pouring their hearts out. And I realized I'd uncovered a huge global social issue. And so that was when I turned Make Love Not Porn into a business designed to do good and make money simultaneously. And so today we are the world's first and only user-generated, 100% human curated social sex video sharing platform. So the way to think about us is... If porn is the Hollywood blockbuster movie, Make Love Not Porn is the badly needed documentary. <laughs> we, we are a unique window onto the funny, messy, loving, wonderful sex we all have in the real world. We are literally sex education through real world demonstration. That's so lovely because with every single sexual experience I've ever had, there's always mess, there's awkwardness. And I'm always giggling and laughing. And you don't see that in porn because like, what is it about porn that like they don't, I don't know, put the scene where the guy's putting on a condom or something, right? I feel like that's such an important element when it comes to porn becoming a source of sex education. Um, although to, to be perfectly frank, Tim, you know, m- my view on this is it is not porn's job to educate. You know, porn porn is performative produced entertainment. And I say that because many issues are laid at porn's door that should be laid at societies. The issue isn't porn. The issue is we don't talk openly and honestly about sex in the real world. And, and, and so that is exactly what I designed Make Love Not Porn to address. Because um, when I say that we are pioneering this whole new category, social sex, Effectively, we are what Facebook would be if it allowed you to socially, sexually self-express, which which it sadly does not. And so all I decided to do was to bring every dynamic in social media to this one area of universal human experience no other social network platform will allow, to absolutely allow the same thing that happens with every other part of our lives in social media to happen here. You know, basically, social sex videos on Make Love Not Porn are about, you know, doing what we do in every other part of life on every other social platform, which is capture what goes on in the real world as it happens spontaneously in all of it, as as you've said, funny, messy, comical, awkward, hilarious humanness. And, you know, I can tell you, because, because we've been operating Make Love Not Porn for 10 years now, in, in the face of enormous challenges... As a unique venture, we have a unique capability. We have the power to change people's sexual attitudes and behavior for the better in a way that nothing else does. And I'll give you a couple of examples of what I mean by that. Because social sex videos on Make Love Not Porn are enormously reassuring. And that's because we celebrate real world everything. Real world bodies, real world hair. Real world penis size, real world <laughs> breast size, real world vulvas. And the reason that's so important, Tim, is because you can talk body positivity all you like. You can preach self-love till you're blue in the face. But at the end of the day, nothing makes us feel great about our own bodies, like seeing people who are no one's idea of aspirational body types getting turned on by each other, desiring each other, having an amazing time in bed. In a world where every message popular culture sends us, tells us, you are not hot, sex attractive and desirable, unless you are this skinny, you know, six pack abs, look like this. Our members write to us and say, you made me feel better about my own body. No, no, it's wonderful too. And we get amazing. One man wrote and said, you know, my girlfriend and I now feel able to be more open and central with each other because you made each of us feel better about our own bodies. 
And, you know, th this is not just for the people who watch our social sex videos. It's also true for our contributors whom we call out Make Love Not Porn Stars. So, so for example, one woman, this is a few months back, but she shared her very first video, Make Love Not Porn, it was a masturbation video. And in the narrative for it, because our contributors write their own descriptions of their videos, she said, all my life, I've been told my vulva's ugly. It's oh, too no. flappy, it's too big. Yeah, no, this is appalling to and, and she said, I don't agree. And so I decided, what the hell? I'm going to video myself and I'm going to share it on Make Love Not Porn and see what all of you think. And our community is amazing. Within the first hour, there was a stream of comments going, oh my God, you're gorgeous. What were they talking about? You're so beautiful. And, and honestly, it's just, you know, our Make Love Not Porn stars get so much affirmation from our community. You know, and, and then we also have, um, we have um, a number of trans Make Love Not Porn stars. You know, um, we have we have make love not stars who are transitioning and sharing the process of doing that on make love not porn, and they tell us that we are a really important part of their journey because the ability to share in a safe space to explore your own sexuality in this crucial period of transitioning and to have it received by our community with so much love and respect, it is transformative. I can't help but think that. This is, this is just so powerful. I, I want to share really quickly though, that because of Make Love Not Porn from, uh, when, when I discovered it at least, pr or prior to my discovery, I, I was very like shy about my body, uh, because my body has gone through a, an enormous transformation. Like back when I was escorting, I had like no body fat. I had the six pack abs. And then I decided, oh, actually food is happy for <laughs> it makes me happy. <laughs> it is. It okay. Is. Yeah. Right. So now I have a little bit of love handles. And then that's when I started to feel a little like self-conscious. And then when I heard about make love, not porn and what it does, I decided to record myself having sex. And now I'm like masturbating to my own videos of me and my lovers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's all thanks to you, Cindy. I, I <laughs> and I masturbate myself to completion. <laughs> I'm so thrilled to hear that. I, I really, really am. And, 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 you know, it's, it's so interesting, um, Tim, because to your point, some time back, um, and actually this is when I was in, in Brazil, met this woman and told her all about Make Love Not Porn. And, and it, it was in a professional context. And so I saw her the next day and she said, she said, do you know, um, I went home, I told my husband all about you and Make Love Not Porn. And then I said, what the hell, let's video ourselves tonight. And, 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 and so literally on the spot, they did that. And, and she said, listen, you know, I don't think I'm going to share it on Make Love Not Porn. It'll take us a while to work out with that. But what she did say was, she said, when we watched it, she said, I had no idea how hot and arousing I would find watching us, you know, making love on video. And, and that is absolutely what, what people find. It, it is literally, uh, and by the way, um, we get, you know, a lot of people write us going, thinking about make, being a coming make love not porn star, not sure. And we always say, listen, no obligation, just start videoing yourselves or yourself, you know, on your own or whatever. Just, just start doing it because you'll be pleasantly surprised by how transformative it can be in terms of making you appreciate yourself. And, you know, um, a number of our solo make love not porn star, I mean, all of our make love not porn stars, the vast majority had never filmed themselves doing anything sexual before ever. They're doing it for us because they believe in our social mission. And many of our solo Make Love Not Porn stars who have for the first time ever filmed themselves masturbating, shared this very intimate act with our community, they tell, they tell us it made them love themselves more. You know, it enhanced their sexual sense of self, their sexual self-esteem. We, we love that. We love that. And, and, and they are inspiring, you know, other people. I remember um, a woman left a comment on one of our videos where, you know, it was a Make Love Not Porn star who is um, quite large. And she said, you know, thank you for this. It is so empowering to see a woman of my body type being sexual. This is why representation matters. Like whether it be uh, someone of your same ethnicity, body type, uh, or whatever else. This is so important because when you see bodies like yours and like facial structures like yours or whatever else that's just like you in such a 
sexualized, eroticized, and set like like a hot way, it makes you feel good about yourself. And ah, oh, that, that's and, just and, so and Tim, beautiful. And, um, I'll tell you the irony of, of what we're discussing now, okay? Because you know, all we're doing in Make Love Not Porn is that we are holding up a mirror to the real world. And I find it extraordinary that, as I said, in popular culture, we are bombarded with all of these, you know, ridiculous images of what we ought to look like. But the fact of the matter is that Make Love Not Porn shows you what people find really hot, desirable, and attractive in the real world. And, and the irony is that, you know, while... You don't, you don't. You don't even have to go to make love not porn to see that. Although we are the only place you'll see that, you know, act, you know, real world sex. But you know, if you just walk down the street and look around you, look at the couples holding hands. All around us in the real world is evidence of what we really find attractive, which is us. You know, the point I always make to people is, you know, what somebody finds attractive about you is you, and then your body is hot as hell because it's yours. You know, you are what makes you attractive and desirable. And that is a fundamental fact of life in the real world. And we have all been so influenced by social conditioning, by social media. And, you know, at Make Love Porn, we're just stripping all of that away and going, look, this is what people really find incredibly attractive and hot and sexy. And, and we're just we're just showing it. Right. I want to also ask you the difference between uh, the videos that are on Make Love Not Porn versus, oh, I don't know, like the amateur category on a streaming site, aren't, isn't that kind of like the same, like amateur couples that record themselves? Sure. Um, so, so do you know, um, Tim, it isn't for, for a couple of reasons. Um, the first is people making amateur porn are producing performative entertainment. And, and by the way, absolutely fine. In our case at Make Love Not Porn, we are here to showcase the sex you have in the real world. And we, you know, really help our Make Love Not Porn stars understand how to film themselves in a way that all they're doing is recording what really happens, along with all the accidents and the messiness and the pets wandering <laughs> in and the pauses and the, you know. Uh, and then second, a baby here, like what? crying in the are background you, or something? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, we have a number of Make Love Not Porn stars who are parents you know, they share videos that, that are like, okay, quick, you know, the kids are outside. Let's get a quick in the bedroom. You know, I mean, we have a ton of those. That's you know. so real. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, and then secondly, what I will say, um, Tim, also is that a lot of the people producing amateur porn are actually replicating what the professionals do because, because they think that's what people want to see. And, and, and by the way, I have a huge issue with the term amateur because it implies the only people doing it right are the professionals and the rest of us are bumbling idiots. Uh. And honestly, the sex we have in the real world, um, I always say real world sex is, you know, way more innovative, way more creative, way more surprising, way more hot and arousing than porn will ever be. I mean, ten, 10 years on to this day, our curation team will, will get videos and we'll all go, wow, I had no idea that was a thing. <laughs> 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 that's true that's true i'll speak from experience where like i had to create like a makeshift enema out of a water bottle just so i could have anal sex at the circuit party in the bathroom stall i should have recorded that and submitted it to make love no more no, 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 you absolutely should have because you know th th that is exactly what, what we exist to celebrate and, and by the way th the important thing um with that tim is so for example i mean we have a ton of kinky videos bdsm you know etc but on Make Love Not Porn, you see the real world version. So in our kinky videos, you see the negotiation beforehand. You, you know, you see the setting of boundaries. I like and, that. And, 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 and then you see the aftercare. You know, you see the coming out of the scene. And, you know, all of this, as I said, is so reassuring. So, for example, we have a ton of role play videos. But only on Make Love Not Porn, when you see a role play video where the couple's decided to role play whatever, halfway through, one of them says to the other, you know what? Not really doing it for me. And the other one goes, yeah, it's all that they go, let's just fuck. <laughs> and, 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 and that's great because it shows people it's very low stakes. It's fine to try something, find out you don't like it. Okay, you, you did the experiment. It's absolutely fine. Let it go and, you know, leave it. 
people just feel, you know, that's what encourages people to experiment more when they feel they can without, oh my God, I've got to white knuckle my way through this, even though I hate it. (laughs) (laughs) Do you also show like the messiness of the accidents in these videos? Like, I don't know, someone gets their period in the middle of it or has um, a shit accident. Oh oh, yeah, but I mean, I don't think we've had a shit accident, but but we've absolutely had, I mean, we have have a ton of premature ejaculation. (laughs) (laughs) Which which again is, you know, and and again, our members love that because it's so reassuring that it's fine to have that happen and everyone laughs about it. And we've had things where people fix the camera, then it comes, you know, um, that falls down the track or something. One video where, where the couple creatively fix it to the ceiling fan, and then and then it suddenly comes tumbling down. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so, um, so yeah, but we we absolutely have the pet appearances. We have you know things like one video. So you know the, um, the, the couple are you know they're making love and, and the camera's on, and her mother calls, and for some bizarre reason she answers the phone. <laughs> okay, wow. <laughs> Uh, so uh, everything goes on hiatus. Okay, husband leaves the room. Chat, chat, chat. Puts her, okay, oi, you back here. Let's you know. <laughs> because again, that is what happens in the real world. You know. Oh my gosh! Yeah, no, that that is so real. Uh, I once had sex while the guy that I was having sex with, he was on the phone with the government because of his license getting uh, or like it was expiring. So we were on hold. Yes. So we figured while there's hold music, do you want to fuck? Okay. Oh my God. I love that. That, that. that is exactly what we want on Make Love Not Porn. This is what happens in the real world. Yeah. We were on hold for an hour. We're trying to get his license like reinstated. So we're bored. Okay. We might as well. That is the best way to spend your whole time. I can think of. <laughs> on that the hold is, music? Oh my yeah. God, that's fantastic. I love it. I love that. See, this is what studio porn doesn't show. Instead, we get, oh, I don't know, the pizza delivery boy or the cheerleader and the coach. And it's like. And also, Tim, so here's another important, um, unique thing about Make Love Not Porn. So, our videos celebrate real world emotion, love, intimacy, feelings. And the reason that's important is because, you know, again, all around us in popular culture, movies, TV, Netflix, we see many creative expressions and narratives of relationships, but we never see the actual sex. On Make Love Not Porn, you see the actual sex, but you also see the relationships. Because in our videos, those two things are indivisible. And when I say that, um, I don't just mean that in our partnered couple threesomed videos, you see healthy, loving relationship dynamics within sex. In our many solo videos, as I said earlier, you see what it's like to have a healthy relationship with yourself with your own body, your own genitals, your own sexuality. And what is really interesting is, you know, I designed Make Love Not Porn to be fully diverse and inclusive. And and it is, you know, um, um, members and our Make Love Not Porn stars are male, female, trans, non-binary, LGBTQ, straight. We celebrate the full glorious spectrum of human sexuality. But, But in the 10 years we've been operating as a business, we've observed that Make Love Not Porn is especially a revelation to men. We probably get more appreciative emails and comments from men than anybody else. And I think that's because we are something utterly unique that men will find nowhere else on the internet, which is a safe space where men can be and watch other men being open, emotional, and vulnerable around sex. Oh. You, um, you, you would not believe the number of men who write to us and say, I just watched my first video, Make Love Not Porn, and afterwards I cried. I've been saying for years, I wish society understood the opposite of what it thinks is true. Women enjoy sex just as much as men, and men are just as romantic as women. Yet neither gender is allowed to openly celebrate either fact, and we'd all be a whole lot better off if they were. Uh, I picked up a wonderful exchange on Twitter last year between two men. The first man had tweeted, this is a joke, he tweeted, hey guys, I've got this really weird fetish. I've got this kink where I want to watch porn, where people are honest, loving, loyal, decent, and really like each other. <laughs> and, so, and so this man replied to me, he said, there's this website called Make Love Not Porn, where you can watch real couples fucking and making love. He said, I watched a video where the woman said to her man, I love you while they're making love. He said, sincerely, I cried when I heard that. 
That's the sweetest thing. That's kind of like when I say my favorite sex position is talking about my childhood trauma. Um. Yeah, yeah exa- exactly, exactly. I mean, wow. you, you know, t- um, th- uh, um, this uh, we are the solution to toxic masculinity. <laughs> yes, I love that. It's showing men who are vulnerable and intimate with their partners. What, like, so does that mean on Make Love Not Porn you're showing uh, these not only sex stuff, but like conversations that the couples or the creators are having? Um, yeah, no, and, and that's really important, um, Tim, because Make Love Not Porn's entire purpose is to socialize sex, normalize it, bring it out of the sunlight and make it easier for everyone to talk about. It's why we call ourselves the social sex revolution. The revolution part is not the sex. It's the fact we're making it social. And so we have a tag, um, chatty, for those of our videos which are especially communicative and conversational. Because, you know, the, the, the enormous irony is that, you know, because we don't talk about sex, it is an area of rampant insecurity for every single one of us. We all get vulnerable when we get naked. Sexual ego is very fragile. People therefore find it bizarrely difficult to talk about sex to the people they're actually having it with while they're actually having it. Because in that situation, you are terrified that if you say anything at all about what is going on, if you comment on the action anyway at all, you will potentially hurt the other person's feelings, you'll, you'll put them off you, you will derail the encounter, you'll potentially derail the entire relationship, but at the same time, You want to please your partner. You want to make them happy. Everybody wants to be good in bed. Nobody knows exactly what that means. And (laughs) you will seize your cues on how to do that from any way you can. And that is why, you know, if you've never had any other cues other than porn, you know, because your parents never talked to you about sex, because your school didn't teach you, because your friends aren't honest, those are the cues you're going to take. And they are not the best cues for how to be really good in bed. And so... You know, our videos show people how easy it is to communicate with each other, check in with each other, laugh with each other. You know, if you can't laugh at yourselves in bed, when can you? You know, and and all of that, um, and our members write to us every day and tell us this, it helps people improve their sexual relationship and their relationship in the real world. That's so true, because I remember the first time I've ever had sex and I tried to emulate my first the first time i ever saw porn like okay so should i angle myself this way or that way i even had sex with this guy who was like you know he's an athlete and he had like abs and everything and like with my body now and it was so weird because he was having sex as if it was a performance like there's no camera or anything but like why are you saying all these things like (laughs) like you're calling me a dirty whore and i'm like I never agreed to that. Exactly. Exactly. We'll be right back after this commercial break. Yes. Hey, you sick motherfuckers. I've got a special treat for you. Need a new toy to spice up your sex life? Head over to loveshop.ca slash sexedmonton and get yourself a cock ring, a dildo, a vibrator, or even a life-sized sex doll. (laughs) Damn, I guess love really does come in all shapes and sizes. Get 15% off your entire order when you use code sexedwithtim at checkout. They're shipping to all of Canada and the United States because North America is horny. That's loveshop.ca slash sexedwithtim and use code sexedwithtim for 15% off your entire purchase. Happy orgasm! Do you like feeling sexy and looking sexy? Of course you do. Only my listeners are sexy as fuck. I have partnered with fetishwear designer Dale Kuda to bring you the hottest deals on custom jock straps, harnesses, hats, and more. Head over to dalekuda.com, that's D-A-L-E-K-U-D-A.com, and use code SEXEDWITHTIM at checkout for 25% off the entire store. Yeah, you heard me. 25% off. And cherry on top, free shipping. Oh my god. I have a few of the stuff that he has made for me. And 
girl, I'm wearing it right now. I'm wearing like a little jock strap so that I could easily just like slip a little butt plug or dildo every now and then here and there. And I'm on the train. I'm just like, uh, 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 thank you, Dale. <laughs> That's dalecuda.com with the code sexedwithtim for 25% off your entire purchase with free shipping. With a deal like that, I swear I could come buckets, honey. The show is about to begin. Yes. I also just want to talk about the title of Make Love Not Porn because, like, at face value, Make Love Not Porn seems a little puritanical. So, like, how do, how do you approach the the critics who say oh make love not porn you're anti-porn just because they they read the the title because th- that does sound like it's anti-porn well t- well he, he, here's the interesting thing um tim because f- first of all we are talking about the one area of universal human experience that we are almost fucked up about you only think it's anti-porn if you've been socially conditioned to believe that porn is in some way negative and uh, and i say that because even even people who enjoy porn have kind of internalized society's disapproval of it. You know, because it all depends on the, the connotations you bring. What I will say is that 14 years ago, when I had this idea, you know, way back in the day, j- just a little side venture to create something of a, of a PSA site about real world sex versus porn, you know, I thought, you know, I'm encountering this behavior in the young men I date you know, must be happening much more widely, want to do something about it. Okay, I'm going to do a porn world versus real world site. I need to call this something so I can buy the URL. You know, I need something punchy, memorable, kind of what it's about and where the URL is available. Make love, not war, make love, not porn. That's about as much thought that went into it, you know, 14 years ago. Little did I realize that I now own the definitive call to action in this arena because every day... Thousands of young people hashtag make love not porn across all social channels and think they're the very first person that ever thought of saying that. <laughs> and, and so, and, and I have to tell you that, I mean, that name has worked for us really well because, first of all, Tim, whenever people ask me what I do and I say, I'm the founder of make love not porn, even without knowing exactly what that business is, they get it. Okay. Everybody instantly knows why we exist. Okay. Here's what's also interesting. So, you know, you, you will know because you will run into these barriers yourself. What is really infuriating and one of our biggest business growth inhibitors is that Make Love Not Porn is banned from advertising anywhere. Really? Oh, yeah. We, wow. can't advertise, um, we can't advertise on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Reddit, I ask you, Snapchat, TikTok, Google, YouTube. And, and we're banned for two reasons, both the nature of what we are, which is people having sex on video, and because we have the word porn in our name, which doesn't help. Our growth over the past 10 years has been entirely organic. It's been driven by two things, media coverage and organic search, because we're banned from buying paid search on Google, which is infuriating. But, but, but here's the interesting thing. Every day, all around the world, people search for Make Love Not Porn without knowing that we exist. And I, and I say that because the top organic search terms that drive traffic to us are Make Love, not porn, real sex, not porn, video sexo, not porno, make love, not porn, where they don't know there's a business called that. One young man told me that he found us when he Googled porn that is not porn. He was so fed up with everything out there, didn't know what to search for to find something different. When you Google porn that is not porn, you find make love, not porn. And, and so, A, our name works really well for us in, in, in the only promotional way it can. But B, everybody wants what we do. People know that, as I said earlier, if porn is the Hollywood blockbuster movie, they really want to see the documentary. And we are the documentary. And, 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 and so, that, that's why, you know, our tagline very deliberately is we are pro-sex, pro-porn, pro knowing the difference. This is so interesting, especially because of your advertising background that you've, like, relied solely on uh, an organic growth for your audience. And I, I really like that. I also wanted to ask about more on the business side of things, because you did say that you're not allowed to advertise anywhere. So did you have a lot of trouble getting Make Love Not Porn off the ground? Oh, my God, Tim. 
The one thing I didn't realise when I embarked on this venture was that I and my tiny team would fight an enormous battle every single day to build this business. Basically because every piece of business infrastructure any other tech startup can take for granted, we can't. The small print always says no adult content. And that is all pervasive across every area of the business. You know, historically, it's not just that I couldn't get funded, I couldn't get banked. It took me four years to find one bank here in America that would allow me to open a business bank account to make love not porn. Try doing business for four years without a business bank account. I'm not going to tell you how I did it. Did it ways I shouldn't have. Makes life very difficult. Biggest um, day-to-day challenge is payments. PayPal won't work with adult content. Stripe can't. Mainstream credit card processors won't. We have to work with adult-friendly payment processors who, because the adult industry is nowhere else to go, charge extortionate fees. I pay out 12% of my revenue every month in payment processing fees. But when the mainstream rate is 3% or less, that's a huge business growth inhibitor. But it's not just that. Every tech service that we need to use um, as a video platform, you know, hosting, encoding, encrypting, the terms of service always say no adult content. In every case, I have had to go to the people at the top of the company, explain what I'm doing, beg to be allowed to use their service. Sometimes they let me, sometimes they don't. It's a very labor-intensive process. We never get to work with best-in-class partners in any area. We had to build our entire video platform from scratch ourselves as proprietary technology because existing streaming services won't stream adult content. I'm so jealous of friends who built video startups on top of Vimeo. Quick, easy, simple, cheap. I can't do that. Even something as simple as finding an email partner. MailChimp won't work with adult content. Clavio won't. We were rejected by so many before we found SendGrid who would. And to give you an idea of how ridiculous things are, a few years ago, I needed a user experience designer, contract designer. I put a perfectly standard job description for a UX designer up on Upwork. 20 minutes later, Upwork took it down and told us we are not allowed to advertise jobs on Upwork because we are make love, not porn. Everything is a problem. Wow. That is insane to me because like, porn itself is like a multi-million, even billion dollar industry. So I would be under the impression that every single financial company or tech startup or whatever, they would be like, you know, fighting to get this off the ground. So that's really, that's really odd. Um, well, um, here's, here's the unfortunate thing. Because the monopoly that exists in the porn industry isn't helping this. So MindGeek owns everything. MindGeek owns Pornhub, YouPorn. When you are that size, you'd be amazed who is willing to work with you in the finance world without letting anybody know that they are, when that much cash is flowing. That monopoly squeezes out, um, and by the way, it squeezes out creativity in porn. You know, the stranglehold MindGeek has on the industry means that, you know, I have many friends who are brilliant, independent, queer pornographers, creating really innovative, disruptive porn, they don't get the traffic and the revenue and the numbers they deserve because MindGeek is everywhere. They can't get discovered. And by the way, their content is pirated, you know, all the time as well. And so I really want to, you know, change all of this. For 13 years, I've been monitoring fintech every day because I'm determined to help open up the infrastructure to allow legal, ethical, transparent adult ventures to be able to do business the same way everybody else does. The battle continues. But um, but to your point, it is utterly ridiculous because, oh my God, there is so much money to be made. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and the thing is, Tim, there's so much money to be made. So this is what I say to investors. Okay, There's so much money to be made in two areas. The second one of which nobody ever thinks about because no one even thinks it's possible. So the first area is obviously... Oh my God, the money made out of sex. We all have it. We all enjoy it. And in the current downturn, recession proof and the market never, ever goes away. So tell me what you should be, should be funding. But then secondly, Tim, oh my God, the money we made out of socially acceptable sex. So when, when we achieve what, what, what we are working to make love, not porn, socializing and normalizing sex in the real world, 
When you achieve that, you also normalize people feeling really okay about publicly buying into, you know, sex-related goods, products, and services, then publicly doing what they do with everything else, publicly reviewing, recommending, sharing, advocating, and publicly badging themselves as brand ambassadors. That's the trillion-dollar financial future that I want to see for all of us. And and so, actually, Tim, I want to share with you, um, given what you do, I want to share with you what I'm currently raising funding to build. So I'm, um, so I'm working on raising a round of funding to scale Make Love Not Porn and, and to overcome all these barriers because money is what overcomes them. You'd be amazed all the places I can advertise when I can write them big enough check. I want to build something that I've had in the pipeline for many years, and I've talked about it publicly for many years, but it's only now that investors are finally getting it. So, you know, parents and teachers began writing to us from day one of Make Love Not Porn because they know how important sex education is. And so I want to build what I'm calling the zero to 18 sex education expansion of Make Love Not Porn. And by the way, it's, I say zero to 18, but it's for everybody as well, as, as you'll see. And so I want to build makelovenotporn.academy. Bought the URL many years ago. If you go there, you'll see a very old holding page. But I want to build Make Love Porn Academy along the same principles as makelovenotporn.tv, user-generated, crowdsourced, curated revenue share. Because I'm not about reinventing the wheel on sex education. This is going to be an aggregation hub that is designed to help people like you. Okay, Here's how it'll work. We build the platform for Make Love Not Porn Academy. And by the way, it's a very efficient build. It just repurposes our existing human curation content publishing infrastructure. And we invite sex educators everywhere, all around the world, to share with us their own content. You know, your podcast, you know, somebody else's coursework, videos, comic books, you know, um, blogs, you know, whatever it may be. Now, we will curate because human curation lies at the heart of everything we do. We only ever publish what is Make Love Not Porn endorsed. What I mean by that is if you were an American sex educator and you submitted what is depressingly popular over here, abstinence-only sex education, (sighs) we're not publishing that shit. We don't endorse so-called education that goes, don't do it. doesn't work. So we will then publish segmented by age appropriateness. So if you're a parent freaking out, going, oh, my God, my six-year-old just asked about this. What do I say? You know, <laughs> here's, where, here's where you would go for entirely age-appropriate tools and content to be able to have that conversation with a six-year-old. If you're a teacher in a class of 14-year-olds, here are your age-appropriate teaching materials. If you're an adult, access all areas. Adults are desperate for all of this information. But the important point about this, Tim, is that what this means is that the academy – will be a go-to global hub for the world's sex education content that children and young people can access by themselves without parental and teacher gatekeeping. And the reason that's important is, um, so I have a friend who's a mother who, as you have to these days, monitors her kids' browsing history. And this happened several years ago. Her son was eight. And so she saw that on the family computer, he had Googled sex for children. Oh my God. So she mildly freaked out of this, but did the right <laughs> thing. You know, stayed calm, sat him down, went, darling, you know, perfectly normally, you know, I see you did this, talk me through it. And Tim, this anecdote is adorable and horrifying in equal measure because her son wanted to learn about sex. He was eight, okay? He was a child. He knew he was a child. And so he wanted to learn about sex in a child appropriate way. And so he Googled sex for children. You can imagine what came back. He was utterly traumatized. So, um, and, and so, you know, the idea with the academy is you can be an eight-year-old boy, just enter your age, and we will only serve you age-appropriate sex education content. Now, you know, um, a lot of this will be free to access, but we will also charge to download, subscribe, bulk buy if you're a school. There are different revenues, different use cases. And we will split the income 50-50 with the creators, the educators, in the same way we currently do right now with our Make Love Not Porn stars. Because as you will know, Tim, right now, no one goes into sex education to make money. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) I have so many friends who are brilliant sex educators like you. Um, They face all the same challenges I do. You know, I mean, their content gets blocked 
on Facebook, Instagram, you know, TikTok. Um, you know, our friends, they can't make a living doing this. They've had to take other jobs to survive. I want to change that. What you are doing and what every sex educator is doing is enormously valuable work. And so the idea behind the academy is, as I say, it's an aggregation hub where we can promote your work, sell your work, and enable you to make an absolute goddamn fucking shit ton of money out of it. I'm still hung up on the fact that you call me a brilliant sex educator. I'm like, oh no, the mouth right out the mouth of Cindy Gallup. <laughs> ah! Okay, no, that is so amazing because sex work is work. I, as a former sex worker, I understand the the emotional labor, the physical labor, and then sex education. That's also like a lot of intellectual labor that we have to put out. And like, I'm not really doing this for the money. I I make jack shit. I I, I want to do this because I hope to change the world for the better. I've already released like a seminar on what is age appropriate for uh, sex education. So like when they're as young as four years old, they're already asking, where do babies come from? And how is a parent going to like, you know, respond to that in an age appropriate way? So I, I love that, that expansion of make love, not porn. And, uh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited for that. And by the way, and, and, and by the way, Tim, I completely agree. You know, the sex educators I know all around the world are doing this because they feel as passionate as I do, you know, about, you know, we are sex education to real world demonstration. But what you're doing is enormously valuable. You deserve to make a ton of money out of it. And also what I want to do with, with the academy is, you know, for 13 years of Make Love Not Porn, I've been working to prove concept. And, and, and what I mean about proving concept with the academy is, at the moment, all of the people blocking sex education, all of the schools and the PTAs being ridiculous about it, they, they don't know what it'd be like if they opened up to sex education. They just would be really bad. In their heads, they have this abstract concept of Sodom and Gomorrah will ensue. <laughs> when, when you can show people, here is a platform here is a global go-to hub of the, the best of the world's sex education content. Look at it. See for yourself how brilliant it is. See it all in one place as you never have before. And importantly also, Tim, because this is the idea, again, with aggregating the world's sex education content. See it in a context where you can absolutely pick and choose what you decide to use yourself. You know, are you a God-fearing Christian? Here is the Christian sex education section. Are you worried about age appropriateness? This is where you find clearly exactly what is age appropriate, what isn't. This doesn't exist currently. I mean, I mean, it exists as individual sex education platforms, but I want to, I want to bring you all together in one hub so that people can see the full spectrum of what is available, how healthy it is, how wonderful it is, how educational it is, how much they don't need to be scared about, oh my God, you know, we've opened the doors to, you know, whatever. And, and, and trust me, they will absolutely pay very good money for it. I, I love the idea of like someone that's so like sexually repressed or like they come from a staunchly religious background and like and then logging on to make love not porn and seeing someone who is also from that same kind of religious background and thinking oh okay hold on that's actually not that scary like would there be a video of just like two christians making out under a crucifix or something well, what's, <laughs> well, well i have to tell you um, tim there already is so actually, so actually, we have you know, we have a number of make love not porn stars on make love not porn who who, as I said, everyone finds their own path to us, and we have you know, we have one couple who you know both brought up in fundamentalist Christian families, and they came across make love not porn, and they said to each other, "We have to do this to overcome the repression that's been bred in us about sex," and so they film themselves having sex the first time they ever videoed themselves having sex and they shared it on Make Love Not Porn. And they've been on a journey where it's really helped them. We have another Christian couple whose marriage was failing. I mean, they, they credit us with saving their marriage. You know, to, so, so, so no, we, we, we have a ton of, and, and members write to us as well. The idea with the academy is, the academy is where you'll find the actual educational content. But then at the age of 18, you graduate to Make Love Not Porn, where it is sex education for real world demonstration. And equally, the academy, you know, we can send parents and teachers from there to make love not porn.tv you know and, and so it's designed to be you know a growth engine for the core business as well as a very compelling standalone sex education venture 
that'll be so transformative and so revolutionary and i can't like imagine a better platform to do it than make love not porn it, that, that's that's so great i i also want to like ask you about the curation process how many do you get in a day and then what do you consider as appropriate for the platform and what isn't appropriate like i'm pretty sure that you're, you're not gonna allow i don't know uh, abuse or whatever or bestiality or anything but like what happens if you see a, a porn typical body <laughs> are you still gonna allow that or like, like walk us through that yeah yeah, sure. So, so, so first of all, for the benefit of our listeners, you know, everyone should know that um, I designed Make Love Not Porn to, to be the safest place on the internet. And that's because I designed it through the female lens around what everybody else should have, nobody else did, human curation. There is no self-publishing of anything on Make Love Not Porn. Our curators watch every single frame of every video submitted from beginning to end before we approve or reject and we publish it. No one else does that. But our curators also review every post on every member profile, text, photos, illustration. And by the way, on Make Love Not Porn, your profile posts can be as safe work or not safe work as you like. But we review them. We approve them. We publish them. No one else does that. We review every single comment on every single video before we approve or reject and we publish them. No one else does that. We can vouch for every piece of content on our platform in a way that nobody else can. And that is why we are the safest place on the Internet. And all we're doing when we're curating, Tim, is we curate to make sure it's fully consensual and it's real world sex. And, and by the way, it's not even possible to complete submitting a video if it isn't fully consensual and legal. You know, we require full identifying details for every um, participant, two forms of government issued ID, including, by the way, if you've chosen to have somebody else behind the camera. Even, even if you never see them, we have no exactly who they are. We need two forms of government issued ID from them. It's not possible to, to have anything published that isn't fully consensual legal. But we take human curation to lengths nobody else on the internet does. So when our curators watch every single video from beginning to end, and as I say, all they're doing is making sure it's real and, and making sure everything's good, you know, they, they are also trained to look for things like, you know, because we just absolutely, um, the safety of our community is paramount. So they watch videos looking at them to see, you know, is the camera in a position where everybody clearly knows it's there? What we say to our curators also is, if you have a bad feeling watching a video, that's enough to reject it. We don't need to have any rationalization if something about this video makes, gives you a bad feeling. We're not publishing it. Okay. Nobody else goes one hundredth of the way towards the care and concern we show for our community. What's also interesting, though, Tim, is that at Make Love Not Porn, human curation starts far further back than just on the platform itself. Because we make it crystal clear what Make Love Not Porn is and what kind of comment we were uh, content we were designed for and what kind of content we want, real-world sex videos. And here's the thing. When you make it really clear what kind of content you want, that is the only kind of content you get. I always find entertaining when occasionally in interviews I'm asked, so Cindy, you know, what, what, you know, mental health support do you provide for your curators? Because, oh my God, the things I must have to watch. And I go, no, 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 no. And we don't have to worry about that at all because all our curators do all day, every day is watch love. Aww. <laughs> our videos showcase nothing but love. They celebrate nothing but love. They're all about nothing but love. On all our social channels, even before you get to the platform and our FAQs, in all our media interviews, we make it clear that we are about making love, not porn. And we get videos that are all about making love, not porn. And they're wonderful to watch. And so our curators have a very unique job in that way. But the one thing they do not require is mental health support. Because <laughs> honestly, we, you know, we just, our videos, they sit there and go, oh, you have a big smile on your face. And by the way, I want to give a big shout out to my amazing team at Make Love Not Porn, Ariel Martinez, our head of curation, who wrote to me, you know, 10 years ago from college going, do you take student interns? And oh. lo and behold, all these years later, she's our head of curation. Big shout out to Sanaya Latif. They are just amazing. Sanaya is the one who recommended that you know, <laughs> I, I, I look you up yeah. and come on this podcast. <laughs> And, and honestly, our curation team is just absolutely 
fantastic. I, I, I cannot um, say enough nice things about them. They're just absolutely wonderful. And they do a very special job. I am so like wonderfully pleased with the with the lengths that you go to to curate uh, such a wonderful website even like the uh, from from like the front end of things where you said uh correct me if i'm wrong but i believe you said that you designed the website to be like watchable with only one hand so that you're <laughs> masturbating with the other oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> Because that's that's true. And, and I also just want to share with you, Cindy, uh, a quick little experience. There was a porn star, or he's, he's a very famous porn star, actually. His name, he goes by the name of Drew Dixon, and I actually have an episode with him. And I had the opportunity to have sex with him. And the way he was having sex on camera, completely different than the way we were having sex by ourselves when the camera was off. Like, it was so fascinating to see, like, the ugliness of his orgasm face. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he's gonna—he's probably going to hear this, but sorry, Drew, but you, your eyes roll and cross to <laughs> this not attractive at all. And, and that's what's so beautiful about Make Love Not Porn. It shows, it showcases that, that even porn stars don't have the kind of sex that uh you see on on these streaming sites and that's that's just so wonderful and, and and by the way tim that is why when we launched make love not porn 10 years ago i had this category that i wanted you know on the site from launch and my friends helped me so you know we are the only place where porn stars share videos of the sex they have offset in the real world because obviously, to your point, porn stars have real-world sex too, and it's completely different from what they perform freshly. And so we have a category, our, our, our tag is offset, you know, as an off the set, make offset love not porn, where professional, you know, and porn stars and sex workers share the videos of the sex they have in their real-world relationships with their real-world partners. And, you know, some of them talk about how very different that is from, from what they perform. And because who knows better the difference between, as I said, pro-sex, pro-porn, pro-knowing the difference. Uh, like, when I was having sex with my clients, that was so different than, like, having sex with people that I'm just intimate with. From, from a porn star perspective, like, he like ejaculated within five minutes when I'm watching, like, a 30-minute video of him <laughs> having sex. I was like... <laughs> Wow, you're there not you the same on screen and yeah. offset. Yeah. Like yeah. that's so wonderful, and I'm just so excited about what it is that Make Love Not Porn is doing. And I'm wondering, then, Cindy, where do you imagine this platform to be in, like, say, the next five years or so? Aside from the academy, I'm really hoping, um, Tim, that I can raise the funding I'm looking for to scale Make Love Not Porn to be the Facebook of social sex. And I, I, I use Facebook, I use that in terms of scale. You know, that's how familiar globally I'd like us to be. And, and that's how accepted I'd like us to be. Because th that was absolutely my original concept. We socially share every other part of our lives. And we've all benefited from that social sharing. You know, it, it's so empowering in so many ways. I want everyone to socially share this universal air of human experience that could so do with being brought out into the sunlight. I very much hope that we can get to be ultimately on the same scale as Facebook, but for sex. <laughs> <laughs> Cindy Gallup, the, the Mark Zuckerberg of porn, <laughs> except she's more ethical well, and, of, and of definitely hotter. Sex, of social there we go. sex. Of social sex. social sex. Yeah. yeah exactly. And you're way more ethical and way hotter than Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. So... <laughs> Uh, well, Cindy, I can't thank you enough for coming on my humble little show. And I, I'm just so eternally grateful. And uh, I can't get enough of you. And I'm pretty sure our audience won't be able to get enough of you either. So do you have any like words of wisdom or and, and where people can find you? First of all, obviously, if you like what you've heard, please check us out at makelovenotporn.tv. Sign up, subscribe. Subscriptions start at $10 a month. So it's very affordable consider becoming a Make Love Not Porn star. You know, you've heard how transformative it can be. And, and by the way, Tim, I especially want to put the call out. For some reason, we are especially lacking in gay male representation. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And, and, you know, I don't know why, because, you know, I've been spreading the word for years. In fact, Out Magazine very kindly ran an interview with me going, you know, Make Love Porn needs more gay male videos. You can help. 
for whatever reason, we are we're still, we don't have as much gay male real world sex as we'd love to. So just putting that out there, folks, please, you know, we would especially love, love to see you guys. And you can find me and Make Love Not Porn at Cindy Gallup, at Make Love Not Porn on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me on Facebook and LinkedIn and our Make Love Not Porn Facebook page is MLNPTV. And it's just been an absolute pleasure talking to you, Tim. And as I say, I want to help promote the work of you and all the other terrific sex educators out there who I know fight so many of the same battles just to spread the word and, 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 and have your work taken up in all the places it should be. Oh my goodness, Cindy, I absolutely admire and adore you. And uh, I'm still riding a, a fangirl high right now. Um, <laughs> and I feel like that that was an invite to me start to like, you know, be, be a make, make love not porn star. I'm like, hmm. I would love that. We would love that. I'll think about it. I mean, I've already had sex with upwards of a thousand men. So there's probably videos of me out there. And bear in mind, Tim, on Make Love Report, it's fine to be anonymous. You know, okay. you can wear masks, faces in shadow, out of frame. You know, a number of our, about, probably about half our Make Love Report stars choose to stay incognito. You know, the other half are happy showing their faces. So just in case that helps. I mean, I have tattoos on my body. I don't know if putting a mask will help. Well, well, do you know, funnily enough, we have one couple who put duct tape over their tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll make love porn stars get very ingenious about not being identified. I, I actually kind of love that. Or I'm probably going to have to be very creative with my makeup <laughs> placement. But that that is amazing. And I can't wait to see where Make Love Not Porn goes. I already know where it is. And I'm just so excited to see where it's headed. And to all you beautiful listeners that have made it this far into this amazing conversation with me and the one and only Cindy Gallup, uh, please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe because you are supporting sex education and especially because it's me, queer content. And if you don't, you're homophobic. I'm sorry. I don't make the rules. <laughs> but that's it for me with Cindy here on the Sex Ed with Tim podcast. And I will see you all at the next episode. Bye. Mwah. Thanks for listening to the Sex Ed with Tim podcast. Sex Ed with Tim is created and produced by me, Tim Lagman. Music is Aces High by Kevin McLeod. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at GaySlutClown and at Sex Ed with Tim. You can also like and follow me on the Sex Ed with Tim Facebook page. If you enjoyed the show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for all your support, you dirty little slut. Mwah!